Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of The Roman Show. This is for the week of March 27th, WrestleMania weekend, where we have a stacked program, and we have a ton of guests on this episode, including several promoters and Punishment Martinez, who will be in action at the Ring of Honor Super Card of Honor, taking on none other than the heavy metal rebel, Frankie Kazarian. This plus much more on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go blind. GNC, we're going. Don't do the Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Well, hello again. Welcome to the Roman Show. I am your host, Rodolfo Roman, alongside the dashing one, George Alonzo. Man, we are just days away from WrestleMania in Orlando. Yourself, myself, we're going to be in Orlando covering all of the events on your end. And, and, and you know, we're, we're going to talk a lot about all the festivities that are going to be taking place. But here today, we have several of the promoters that will be having several of events throughout Orlando. And here in the Roman Show, George, as you know, we, we, we don't cater to one or nothing, but there's a whole long list of indie shows out there. we got Full Throttle, FEW, uh, Game Changer Wrestling, uh, Beyond Wrestling, the WWN. They're having a full line. They have 12 shows in, I believe it's uh, three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Can you believe that? 12 shows in three days. Um, you have Ignite Wrestling from the Treasure Coast. They're going to be hosting a, uh, an event up in Orlando. Brain Buster is going to have a show. Uh, am I missing any? I, I don't know. There's so many. Yeah, like even there's some companies that don't establish themselves out of Florida that are coming down to promote themselves during Orlando, you know, WrestleMania week. As a matter of fact, um, I had Braden Knight on my show on Wrestle City, and um, he told me that he counted just about over 30 shows happening in the entire week. This is the first time I've ever heard, you know, the numbers go past, you know, this, this or go this high. Usually it's with one number, but now we've hit two decibels. It's like, holy crud. Yeah, I don't know how you're able to see every single show, but I will tell you one thing. If you weren't able to make it to a lot of these shows, WWN, you know, they're catering to the fans. You can watch that stuff on Flow Slam, flowslam.tv, so you won't miss any of those. But like Ignite, for example, Brain Buster, Beyond uh, Wrestling, they're going to be over at Team Vision Dojo. Uh, the WrestleCon, they're going to have their own set uh, 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 of a card. Uh, Progressive, they're going to be in NXT uh, Access or WWE Access. You have so many, so much. I, I advise you guys uh, to head to the MiamiHerald.com. Uh, forward slash fighting, and they have a whole long list of 
pretty much most of the indie shows that are taking place. And let's not even be, let's not even end there. You have these after parties. Matt Riddle is having an after party right after WrestleMania. Um, you had mentioned one of me. Uh, there's a pro wrestling show, an indie show that's having a show the day uh, the same uh, night of WrestleMania. Yep, the same night of WrestleMania, midnight ish, uh, is what they're calling it. But it's basically Wrestle uh, Wrestle Circus uh, versus Pro Wrestling Revolver, and they've already announced one match, a first time match between the world's cutest tag team of Joy Ryan and Candice LeRae going up against. The Death Machine of Sammy Callahan and Jessica Havoc. First time ever of these two teams meeting is going to be phenomenal. Now the action starts Tuesday night, March 28th. George, you're going to be in an event. Yep, and that'll be at Pro Wrestling uh, 2.0. Uh, Christina and myself of Wrestle City will be presenting a uh, live pre-show for Pro Wrestling 2.0's Legends and Heroes event. That uh, The show starts at 7. Uh, I believe doors open at 6.30. Tickets are still on sale at ProWrestling20.com if you want to purchase that. Uh, but basically, yeah, it's going to be a stacked lineup. You have Sammy Callahan on that show, Shane Strickland from Lucha Underground. You have uh, Joey Ryan, Tessa Blanchard, uh, the, the the sons of Devon Dudley. The the list goes on and on. So this is a show you don't want to miss, guys. Absolutely, you don't. And if you're in South Florida, because we're going to talk a lot of wrestling today, if you're in Florida uh, and you can't make it to Orlando to go catch the big show, well, I'll advise you to do one thing, because... It started this past week, March 23rd, all the way to April 16th. The Miami-Dade County Youth Fair is in town. This past weekend, I actually had the opportunity of checking out Skillet. And we gave away some free tickets, and we're doing it again on this episode. Send us an email with your name and your address so we can send you the, uh, the, the tickets, and we'll hook you up with a pair of tickets. We will randomly choose a winner right here on the Roman Show this week. To check out the Miami-Dade County Youth Fair this weekend. They got several performances. You got Jacob Forever. He is a, a Spanish musician. He'll be uh, performing along with others. But they don't only get as good performances. You know, you got the, the pig races. Uh, you got the petting zoo. Uh, the rides, of course. The food. So much fun. And they used to have pro wrestling. Hopefully next time around they can change things on. They come back with a pro wrestling. Yeah, um, I, I, man, that was one thing I always looked forward to every year at the youth fair was... was the NXT shows uh, ever since they stopped and they brought in a independent company and I don't know how good they did but basically ever since they stopped and uh, but hopefully one day we will see wrestling back hopefully you're right so I hope one day yeah, let's hope so look we talked a lot about independent wrestling we're gonna welcome our first guest right here on the Roman show Ignite Wrestling's promoter Miss Kim Artlip right here on the program to let us know what to expect at her show, which takes place the Saturday, the day before WrestleMania, in Orlando at the Team Vision Dojo. Here from Kim, who joins us right now on The Roman Show. Make sure you get your tickets. All the details will be on our website, theromanshow.com. Monster Energy Fort Rock returns to JetBlue Park, April 29th and 30th, with Jeff Leppard. Soundgarden. Oh, 
Oasis featuring a perfect circle, Mastodon, Chevelle, Papa Roach, Caesar, Three Days Grace, Alter Bridge, The Pretty Reckless, Highly Suspect, In This Moment, Nothing More, and The Return of the Offspring. Monster Energy Fort Rock, South Florida's biggest rock experience. Over 25 bands, two days of nonstop rock and roll. Tickets are on sale now. Go to FortRockFestival.com for GA and VIP tickets, hotel options, and more. Fort Rock, fueled by Monster Energy Drink. Same afternoon of wrestling. Uh, we uh, were lucky enough to be able to squeeze a little show in there. Uh, it's been a long-time dream of mine to actually do a show during WrestleMania week. And um, it kind of came together in less than 10 days. So it's been a little action-packed. But we've got an amazing card. Um, Aaron Epic, uh, Ethan Case, Gary J will be there. The Ugly Ducklings. Um, Trip Cassidy is going to be there. Uh, just so many. Dave Christ is coming from Ohio. Trey Miguel will be there. Um, uh, I'll, I'll forget Barry Carter's coming from here and his belt for the first time in Florida. So it's going to be an amazing event. We're still adding names. Uh, we've been doing two and three announcements a day. We still have more people to add as we're confirming. But it, it's going to be a, an insane night. Or afternoon. I'm used to nights. This is so weird doing an afternoon show. But uh, it's going to be a fun, fun afternoon. Um, it's a really stacked card, uh, and it's it's going to be something. And once people get done with pancakes and pile drivers, head on over to us, and then break for the next show. So we we kind of fit it in there really nicely. And Kim, what stars for those folks that possibly have never, they haven't, they're not aware of Ignite, and they're coming from other towns or other states? What stars are in front of the performers that they should look forward to really watching that night? That that's gonna leave them, hey, you know, I need to follow that guy or I need to follow that gal. Um, definitely Teddy Stigma. He's gonna be there. Aaron Epic. Um, I love Aaron Epic. Ethan Case, uh, a lot of these guys wrestle at Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. We've had a lot of different people that have wrestled over the years, year, the past year for us. Uh, and um, if you go on like our YouTube channel, you'll see Lindsay Dorado, you'll see Leo Rush, you'll see the amazing Teddy Long mm-hmm. from SmackDeon, um, Los Bandeos. We've had a lot of people that have come through. Uh, this card's kind of a little different than our normal cards because there are so many shows we couldn't get all of our guys in because they were already committed, but Brayden Knight, uh, Teddy Stigma, Aaron Epic will be there, um, you know, Gary J. A lot of these guys were already coming down and we're going to join the Ignite roster in May and our July shows, so we're actually getting a little sneak preview of what they're going to bring to Ignite. Great, absolutely. And I, I mean, I, I know a lot of folks who look forward to a lot of great action. Now, Ignite Wrestling, let me know a little history about it. I know it started in the Treasure Coast. You've done some great events up in minor league ballparks. Um, so how, how did it all come about? Tell us a little history about it. I'm a long-time wrestling fan, and a lot of people don't realize exactly how old I really am, but I saw my first match in 1969. Wow. Bruno San Martino. Uh, so I followed the sport for years. But, you know, where I, I grew up in West Virginia, so not a lot of opportunities to wrestle up there. I would have loved to have been a wrestler, but 
Um, I got involved actually uh, with uh, Eric Child. A lot of people know Eric. He's a um, he's a heel manager. He manages Chico Adams, Braden Knight, um, the unit. Uh, he was doing social media for another company that's no longer around, and I was running a newspaper. So, being a wrestling fan, I, I had to go see the show. And as soon as I saw it, I told my husband, "This is something I would love to do." So we spent a year, you know, learning the sport, getting to know the guys, researching, and then we got the ball rolling for Ignite. And um, it took us only close to a year from start from idea to implementation before we actually launched our first show. We didn't jump right into it. But uh, we've done eight shows. This will be our ninth show. And then we have another show April 15th back at Blue Vision Dojo. We're going to have an eight-man tournament hmm. to crown our first champion. Hmm. So you'll be back in Orlando then uh, later the next month? Yeah. Two, yeah, two weeks later we'll be back in Orlando. Uh, we had a little trouble with the venue and insurance. I know you guys know. Uh, a lot of times when you deal with these private um, organizations that have buildings, their stipulations are a little different than dealing with the parks and recs where we ran before. Mm-hmm. So um, we ended, that's how we ended up at Team Vision Dojo. And they uh, usually uh, handle all of our, they have been handling all of our ring rentals, of course. So we're, we work a lot with uh, Team Vision Dojo and the 3D Academy students. And so it, it was a nice convenient for the guys up there, but it's still not, the, not where we normally run. And now, Kim, of course, you'll be returning back to Orlando uh, in April again. But any other places you plan to visit that, that Ignite will be visiting other than the Treasure Coast area and Orlando? We've been looking at possibly doing a run in West Palm and Stewart. Uh, I don't know how far south we'll actually end up going. We've run in Okeechobee, Fort Pierce, Port St. Lucie, Vero Beach. Uh, we'll be Orlando, but we would like to kind of stay in central Florida, but we get a lot of requests to come south, so don't be surprised if you see us do, you know, a one-off show down there, uh, just for the fans. So we, how many shows do we expect uh, roughly for the the remainder of the year from Ignite Wrestling? Uh, for the remainder of the year, we're planning on getting in six to eight more shows this year. Wow. Well, six to eight total. Uh, we did eight this past year. We generally run every other month, but we're going to stack a couple little small exclusive shows in there and smaller venues just to get out to our fan base. Great. Well, any surprises that we can expect on April 1st at uh, the Team Dojo? Team Vision Dojo? I can't tell you because I wouldn't want it. No, uh, we've got, like like I said, we're still signing up. uh, We're still confirming different wrestlers. But, uh, you know, Dave Crist returning, um, which is huge for us, and bringing uh, the amazing Trey Miguel with us. Uh, you know, being able to work with a cross-promote with Tier 1 uh, Wrestling in, in New York has been uh, an amazing experience for us. Uh, doing the first Florida defense of their championship belt down here. So um, it's going to be interesting. I'm not sure what we're going to pull out, but we usually pull out some surprises the day of the show. Well, thank you so much, Kim, for joining us here on The Roman Show and uh, letting us know about Ignite Wrestling April 1st, the Team Vision Dojo. You don't want to miss it. It's going to take place during the WrestleMania weekend. And will you still venture into into the minor league uh, baseball parks, too? You're going to have any of those uh, partnerships that you have from shows? Uh, yeah, we're going to have a couple of uh, 
in uh, the church we, we're, we're talking to uh, we did we did uh, do an event uh, last year with uh, St. Lucie Mass and personally it rained that night we went ahead with our meet and greet and uh, I was telling you before uh, the call we got involved with an organization called Maddie's Fight and if you're not familiar with them uh, Maddie Lane was this beautiful little uh, girl that she passed away in December but we helped um, raise awareness of uh, for her for childhood cancer and we do a lot with nonprofits. we're also a nonprofit. a lot of people don't realize that uh we have are actually the uh parent company of us is ignite advocacy we work with parents of children with special needs so that's our day job wow. and we do our fundraising to ignite wrestling wow well Thank you for helping out those in need. And, uh, Kim, thanks so much again for joining us here on the Roman Show. Do not miss it. Ignite Wrestling Team Vision Dojo in Orlando, April 1st. Great stack card. Thanks again, Kim, and you're always welcomed on the Roman Show. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. got mail. And we are back, George. It's now time for none other than the Dashing Ones Inbox. All right. Well, like I said, I, I've done played nice because ratings went down when I was being polite. So, guys, excuse me. This is... I, I have to be mean again. So... Wait, why am I saying excuse me? Anywho, the point is this. Uh, let's go ahead and open up an email here. This comes from Adrian from Wisconsin. Adrian wants to know, Dear George, I'm a little overweight. I think it's what's stopping me with the ladies. You know, can you help me find something to do with my weight? Adrian, is this easy only one sentence will fix your problem have sex you virgin but leave that to the professionals like the dashing one so maybe you will always be overweight sorry info at the romanshow.com for the dashing one george alonzo will give you his personal advice on love depression emotion whatever that is Info at theromanshow.com. George will hook you up with an advice right here on The Roman Show. George, you know, we reached out on our, on our webpage uh, for, you know, asking what do they have in mind? What are they going to be doing throughout this weekend? Well, it turns out one of the gentlemen who listens to us, Felix Mamey, he's actually heading out very early to check out the Wally Mania. That's another event taking place on Thursday night. Our good buddy MVP is going to be a part of that. So you want to check that out. So shout out there for Felix and reaching out to us. Also... Right after NXT and other shows, because they're, you know, they're 8 p.m., there's another show going on, another indie show. But at 10 p.m., there's a, a great event, the Shenanigans Party, which, mind you, it happens to be Al Snow's bachelor party as well. That's taking place in Orlando. If you're in the area after NXT, head on over to the pub. Details are, visit again, themammyherald.com, 
forward slash fighting. All the details are there. But that's one place you can catch Kevin Nash, uh, SoCal Val, uh, EC3, MVP, and so many others. You want to check that out that this Saturday at 10 p.m. So you can party all night long, wake up with a hangover the next day, get some breakfast, and head straight to WrestleMania, George. Yep, as a matter of fact, in, in celebration of WrestleMania, I'm having a special WrestleMania martini here, uh, which is a blueberry cocktail martini. You want to have a sip? No, thank you. We'll have to wait for WrestleMania. George, there's more events, as we had mentioned. Joey Janela. Joey Janela, promoter slash wrestler, is actually making his dream come true. He is taking on Marty Jannetty. Yep. These two are going at it one-on-one. In fact, you'll hear in this interview from Joey Janela, he says that, well, I'll let you hear what he has to say about uh, Marty Jannetty, but that's not the only match that's taking place in what they are calling Game Changer Wrestling, Joey Janela's Spring Break. Yeah, Yeah, it's a pretty cool name. You also have the main event, Dan the Beast Severin versus Matt Riddle. And what Joey Janela shares about what's going to happen between these two, well... I'd like to hear your feedback. Send us an email at The Roman Show on Twitter. Here it is. Joey Janela on The Roman Show. Monster Energy Fort Rock returns to JetBlue Park April 29th and 30th with Jeff Leppard and Soundgarden. Featuring a perfect circle, Mastodon, Chevelle, Hopper Roach, Caesar, Three Days Grace, Alter Bridge, The Pretty Reckless, Highly Suspect, In This Moment, Nothing More, and The Return of the Offspring. Monster Energy, Fort Rock, South Florida's biggest rock experience. Over 25 bands, two days of nonstop rock and roll. Tickets are on sale now. Go to FortRockFestival.com for GA and VIP tickets, hotel options, and more. Fort Rock, fueled by Monster Energy Drink. There's another event on March 30th at 11.59 p.m. as well. That's March 30th, folks. You can catch it on FlowSlam.tv in case you can't make it to Orlando. But this event's going to take place at the Orlando Live event. We're talking about Game Changer Wrestling, Joey Janela's Spring Break. This right here is a wild card. I mean, think just just hear, listen to this. One of the, the, the featured bouts there is Dan Severn, a WWE, uh, who used to be in the WWE, and also a UFC legend against a, a UFC veteran who's now turned a pro wrestler. Matt Riddle, and we've all heard of Matt Riddle, of course. Joey Janela joins us on the line, and Joey, not only is that match right here one of the highlights, but you are going to be going up against a person you've been wanting to wrestle for a long time. It's a dream match for you, Marty Janetti. Welcome to the Roman Show. Yes, sir. Hey, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, we're just trying to do something completely out of the box. You know, just something completely, uh, completely different from every other show that's going on in Orlando uh, next weekend. Um, so the first person, we were, as soon as this came up, as soon as the opportunity was uh, available to run a show on Thursday night at midnight, we were like, how can we make this work and how could we make this draw? So we try to so we try to contact Ken Shamrock right off the bat. Mm. And um, Ken Shamrock was asking for a Bellator payday. So hmm. basically that was a no-go. Uh, 
Uh, I know that Ken Shamrock is worth what he was asking for these days. Mm-hmm. So then we hit up, um, we contacted Loki, and Loki for some reason was like, uh, a show at midnight on Thursday won't draw. So basically, Loki was out of the picture. So our last try to make things work was Dan Severn, and Dan Severn, we got him on the hook. And uh, he might he might beat Matt Riddle like his stepson that night. So who knows? You, you know that was <laughs> I, I was gonna ask you about it because you know these are both UFC, these are both mixed martial artists. You think every, we're gonna get some stiff shots in there in between that match? They're say yeah they're saying back and forth that they're you know it's gonna be it's gonna be the real deal. But who knows? Like Dan Severn, um, it's kind of um, I don't know he's he's different kind of person. He uh, he, he actually thinks he's coming in for a fight. Um, he's bringing his fighting equipment. He's driving from Michigan. Wow. But he's the real, the original road warrior. Uh, he refused the flight. Um, so, so, I don't know. He might either beat Matt a little respect to Matt Riddle or Matt Riddle might knock him out in a minute. So, who knows how it can go either way. Well, I know that he retired, I think, about three years ago after he had 100-something fights in MMA. But, hey, never say never. A lot of people come out of retirement, and I think we might see a little bit of something on, on March 30th. So that's just one of the feature bouts. Yeah. But you got – uh-huh, go ahead. What did you say? No, that, aside from that match, you have you have great, great talent. Sammy Callahan is going to be there. Earl Hebner, a legend uh, in the world of pro wrestling, yeah. uh, as a referee. Uh, you have all these, these these different names, and of course, uh, we'll talk about your match coming up against with Marty Jannetty. But how did how did it get up to build to to finally get this dream match come to life for you? How did this happen? Uh, basically, I knew Marty from a couple years ago. I had a couple run-ins with him when he was very intoxicated at a bar. <laughs> and I had to drive. I had to drive him to his house. But the problem is he didn't remember where he lived, so we went on the road for about two hours around um, a mile radius. And um, basically Marty told me to talk him up at a gas station, and uh, it started pouring rain. And uh, when I got back to the gas station, Marty was sleeping at the gas station on the ground. So I said, Marty, come on, let's, let's find your house. So basically I had to call one of his agents, Eric Sims, told me where he lived. Oh, we got his wife, his girlfriend's number at the time. We called her and said, I'm with Marty. He doesn't know where he lives. And actually, after an hour and a half, he lived right across the street from the bar we were at. So uh, that's just a little bit of a character background on what kind of state Marty Gennetti's in right now. But he said he's ready to go. So um, he's been on my list for a while, and I've wrestled everyone else on my list. Um Marty Jannetty's still there, and Marty Jannetty wants to have one last great Marty Jannetty match. So, Looking at out this card, of course, you're looking forward to your match, but not only are you wearing the wrestler hat that night, but you're also wearing the promoter hat. Uh, are you going to sit back a little bit and enjoy yourself, the show itself as well? I are can't. you going to find some time? I can't. Yeah, it's going to be so hard. I'm going to have to catch the next day on Flow Slam. Um, it's just uh, it's going to be hard because there's a lot going into the show. <laughs> because this weekend I'm on the road. I'm on Cleveland. I'm Connecticut tomorrow. I'm in Los Angeles on Sunday. And then as soon as I get back, I have to go to Orlando. So it's just a lot going into that weekend. You know, it's uh, I never thought I'd get to this point in my uh, wrestling career, but it took 10 years, and now i got got uh, big shoes to fill. So we'll see what happens. 
You're playing double duty that night. What other matches are do you think that's gonna steal the show on uh, on March thirtieth? Uh, there's there's a bunch. We have all the flavors of ice cream. We have vanilla. We have chocolate. We have strawberry. You know, it's <laughs> like basically you're gonna go in and you know you can go in there with an open mind and enjoy all the flavors, or you can come for one flavor you want to see. It's just I I really want to see Leo versus Keith Lee. That's never been done before. First time ever. Uh, both of these guys were signed to Ring of Honor. I don't know what happened with that deal, but uh, I feel like they might have really dropped the ball on both of those guys. But now they're doing their own thing, you know. So who knows? This is the first time they're ever wrestling each other. So uh, that's probably going to be the show steal or the one that people are talking about. Um, but Kyle the Beast, he's also uh, somebody that a lot of you've never heard of. But he'll probably try to steal the show um, on that night. So against Sammy Callahan. So. You know, lo- looking at this card, of course, is going to be absolutely amazing. A lot of these indie shows, one of the good things about it is you get the up-and-close and personal uh, atmosphere. Is that going to be the same type of thing going into March 30th? Will you have an opportunity to, say, take a picture with Marty and Eddie after his match or yourself as a fan? Yeah, you can tell you. Yeah, they're going to be guys selling, selling March there and, and uh, taking pictures and, and stuff. But it's going to be late, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, afterwards, people won't care. They're, they're going to want to meet Glacier. You know, they're going to want to meet this guy. They're going to want to meet Dan Severn. So if you want to stick around, you know, we have very little time between Evolve and um, Spring Break shows to have a big autograph meet and greet signing. So it's going to be hard, but, you know, if you want to meet Glacier, hey, the opportunity's present. Great. Well, thanks so much, Joey. I'm looking forward to this card, uh, your match, and of course, Dan Severns and Matt Riddle. God knows what's going to happen there. Make sure you get the uh, yeah, the, the emergency guys there just in case if anything happens. Uh, any blood or teeth will be flying out of the ring. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be the craziest show of the year. I can guarantee you that much. No matter what happens, this is kind of like a throwback to the what Northeast professional wrestling was in the early 2000s. Uh, just super shows. Um, of wacky craziness, and that's what I grew up watching, so that's what I'm bringing to Florida. So, Awesome, Joe. Well, thanks so very much. Don't miss it. March 30th, 11.59 p.m., flowslam.tv, or you can catch it live if you're Orlando. I don't know why you're not there. At the Orlando Live event, that's Game Changer Wrestling, Joy Janela Spring Break. You got a great build yeah, there. Yeah, every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every day we just keep on selling tickets, like a row goes every day, like, it's it's getting out of hand at this point. Like we don't even know what to do. We're just uh, we're just gonna be enjoying ourselves awesome, that weekend. So awesome, Jerry. Well, looking forward to it. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Roman Show. And don't forget March thirtieth, Game Changer Wrestling, Joy Janela Spring Break at the Orlando Live Event. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Joy. Welcome back, everyone. Just a quick shout out, Athlon Rub. Warm up better, train harder, and recover faster is a tested Thai oil formula. Visit AthlonRub.com right now. Also, heal your injuries, recover, rejuvenate. Visit Fire and Ice Recovery Solutions, two locations in Coconut Creek and Davie. Visit FireIcePa.com. Well, we've, we've discussed a lot about all these great independent shows taking place, and there's still more, George. But let's talk a little bit about pro wrestling Diamond Dallas Page, who's headed to the Hall of Fame this weekend, says that UFC fighter, now retired MMA fighter, Misha Tate, is in talks with the WWE. Misha Tate happens to be the number one foe 
for Ronda Rousey. These two went at it several times inside the octagon. Ronda Rousey defeated repeated her several times at Red Force, at Strike Force, and in the UFC. But let me tell you, Misha Tate will be a great addition to the WWE card in case they cannot get Ronda Rousey. I completely agree with you. Uh, as a matter of fact, that makes me question, would the WWE still have Ronda Rousey as a fan if that were to happen? Because that's how deep that hatred goes. Uh, you know, Ronda Rousey has never denied her, her love for the business of professional wrestling. But when you insert someone that she just does not respect or like, then I think maybe she might jump ship to maybe Ring of Honor or freaking uh, Impact Wrestling. And I, I guess you can't blame her, I guess. But WWE wants to do business with MMA. And if Ronda Rousey is not giving any signs of moving forward, they're just going to say, okay, Ronda, we gave you your chance. You didn't take it. On to the next. And yes, I agree with you. Misha Tate does have the look to be a WWE woman superstar because she not only has the looks, but she's damn well good in the octagon. So I could only imagine matches like when she's ready, obviously, with ma matches that she could possibly have way down the line with people like the Charlottes or the Oscars. That would be phenomenal. Yeah, athletically, there's no doubt. Hands down, Misha Tate fits the row. She would be a great addition to the WWE. Shayna Baszler, who also fought for the UFC, is another one who is venturing in the world of pro wrestling. Keep an eye out on her. She's already uh, wrestling. In fact, she was wrestling in Japan. So keep your eyes out on Shayna Baszler. Okay, moving on. WrestleMania, of course, we're going to talk predictions, George. What match do you think is going to steal the show? Damn, that's a hard question. Uh, but I I'm going to go ahead and throw down and say Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. Uh, that, to me, that should have always been the main event. Not Goldberg and, and Lesnar. I feel like Kevin Owens... And Chris Jericho alone sold WrestleMania, in my opinion. Well, I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb here and say that AJ Styles and Shane McMahon will be buzzing the next morning. That's just for me. Well, yeah, you got two guys who who are crazy people who will take any kind of stunt. You know, again, look at the past of, you know, Shane McMahon's throw towards the glass and the king of the ring with Kurt Angle. And then last year, when him dropping the elbow from the Hell in the Cell, what are we going to expect this year? Especially because apparently, you know, the stage of WrestleMania, apparently, again, this is just a rumor, is going to have a roller coaster involved. What can we possibly see? God knows what Shima Man is going to do. Surprises. Everybody expects surprises. Many out there in the world of the internet are saying that the surprises might not have, we, we might not have to wait for Monday Night Raw. It could happen in WrestleMania. One name being thrown out there, the Hardys, maybe Asuka, heck, um, Eve Marie, not Eve Marie, um, Torres. Yeah. Eve Torres might show up uh, in uh, perhaps a SmackDown uh, women's title. What surprises do you think are actually going to become a reality in WrestleMania? I'm really hoping for Hardys right now. I think Hardys is the strongest thing going right now towards WrestleMania. But again, I'm, not, I'm only guessing. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm only guessing. Uh, but uh, I even heard rumors of a, that Shane McMahon is going to pull Ruse and say, no, AJ, you were never going to wrestle me. You were going to wrestle Shinsuke Nakamura. You know, I've heard rumors like that too. 
And, uh, you know, I really don't think that's going to happen. It would be great for the fans, but I really don't think it's going to happen after everything they've built up for Shane and AJ. But it, time will tell, I guess. I, I'm i really looking forward to the surprises, especially because Triple H went already on, on record by saying there will be a lot of major surprises this year at WrestleMania. Yeah, and usually we have to wait till Monday Night Raw, but it seems that we will be getting something at WrestleMania itself. So can you imagine the Hardys making a, uh, a a comeback to the WWE at WrestleMania? Can you imagine 80, 75,000 people shouting out delete, delete? It's money. It's definitely money. But I will tell you this. If it happens, I will wait till complete sundown just for they could turn off the lights and have them make their epic entrance. Oh, that'd be great. That would be awesome. Of course, we want to hear your predictions. Send us a tweet at the Roman Show. George, of course, that is Sunday night at WrestleMania, but prior to that, we've been talking about all these independent shows. And one, you also have NXT. We're not taking anything away from NXT. TakeOver, of course. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Bobby Roode for the NXT title. But there's another event that's making a lot of headlines. And I'm talking about the Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor. And you have amazing matchups there including the one for the roh world tag team title for the ladder in a ladder match the hardys were the champs versus the young bucks you have the roh champion christopher daniels versus dalton castle and you got frankie kazarian versus the man that we're going to have right here on the roman show punishment martinez this guy is a beast if you've never seen him please get yourself a ticket and go to Ring of Honor, and you're going to see a badass. I'll give you this. I'll give you a teaser right before you listen to the interview. The man says he doesn't care about titles because one victory over Cavs could put him really close, possibly, potentially, a shot at Christopher Daniels' title. But you know what he said? He said, I don't care about titles. I care about breaking bones and breaking skulls. Punishment Martinez, right now on The Roman Show. Well, WrestleMania weekend, so many shows. I mean, I don't know how we're, I'm, I'm going to be able to split myself in, into eight or ten pieces to to watch all these shows. But one show you can't miss, that's on Saturday. Ring of Honor's Supercard. The card itself is stacked from top to bottom. You don't want to miss this. And it's a, it's a pleasure to have Punishment Martinez right now on the Roman show, who is going to be facing heavy metal rebel Frankie Kazarian. You also know him as Kaz. On the ROH Supercard. Thanks so much for joining us, man. Well, appreciate it. Glad to be here. Well, I mean, this is this is huge. This is the ROH Supercard. You know, everyone that's a fan of pro wrestling, or there was, or currently is, or it's going to be, they're all going to be in Orlando uh, because, of course, the WrestleMania weekend. But uh, I mean, you for yourself, you have a, a big matchup coming up against Kaz. What what do we anticipate? Uh, you going up this uh, about Kaz? He's a veteran, of course, but you yourself, you're a big man. So, what can fans expect from you and him? Uh, we're gonna kill it. You know, uh, this is probably my biggest singles match in Ring of Honor, and I don't intend to hold back. I mean, if anybody thinks that what I did in Japan with Goto or what I did 
mentioned that this is uh, part of one of your biggest or perhaps the biggest singles matchup for you. Of course, a victory over Kaz put you up there in, in title contention at a, at, a, at a shot if he retains the title, Christopher Daniels. But what are your thoughts about the current champion uh, on, on your personal level? Christopher Daniels is somebody that I've watched for a long time and I have a, a respect on a, on a business level with him, um, on a professional level. He is fantastic. Uh, he is everything that a pro wrestler should be. Um, but with that being said, I'm not uh, the cookie cutter, cookie cutter mold. Uh, I'm not. I've never claimed to be the best in the world, and that's not what I'm about. I'm about just bringing the pain, violence, and uh, just having hard hitting, smash off matches. That's all I care about. So, with Kazarian, uh, what would victory? What would do for me? Of course, I'd be in, in title contention. Of course, I'd be in title contention for the TV title since he is the number one contender now. But that's never been goals of mine. My goal is strictly to, to punch somebody in the mouth, break their backs, break their skulls, crack some bones, and move on from there. You know, you talk about Kaz, and you talk about Daniels being the perfect uh, pro wrestler, or the, the modern of a professional wrestler. But of course, Kaz and, and, and Daniels, they've been prior to, well, Daniels prior to returning to ROH. Him and Kaz teamed up, of course, in, in, in the other uh, promotion for some time. Were you, were you, a big fan of of their tag team venture. Uh, I mean, they had some pretty good 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 moments. Oh yeah, they're fantastic. Like, take nothing away from either one of them. They're they're they are fantastic as a team, as singles. So, I, like I said, I followed them for a while. Um, I've watched them for years. Um, I know every all about them. I know everything they've done, all their accomplishments, all their accolades. So, there's nothing but respect, you know, from me and like I said on a personal level or professional level. But uh, it doesn't change the fact that that's not, if anything, that's going to make me do more and work harder to stand out because I know the opportunities I'm being given, you know, and it, it wasn't, these opportunities didn't come just by coincidence. I've been busting my back to earn them. So, you know, when I'm faced with these opportunities, you know, uh, sorry to say, sorry to, you know, uh, sorry for Cash, sorry for Daniels, if you're going to be in the ring with me, you're in for a long day at the office. You started ROH last year, and you got the attention of all the officials there, including a very well-known individual, Mr. Nigel McGinnis. How was that feeling, and, and how has it been working out for ROH for some time now? Uh, it's good. You know, uh, like I said, this wasn't by accident. Um, I've worked very hard. So whenever anything, whenever you work really hard for something, then you accomplish it. Uh, it's extra rewarding, you know, because you know what you sacrificed and what you did for it. So as far as Nigel McGuinness and other officials acknowledging and appreciating um, and being impressed by me, uh, it, it means the world to me. So and my time so far in Ring of Honor has been, I have nothing negative to say. I've loved every second of it. I get to do what I want all the time. I get to live out my dream. I get to live... I, there's nothing I would rather do every day but to go into the into Ring of Honor ring. So, and I get to do that. You, aside, you know, you're a pro wrestler, but aside from that, you also have a background in martial arts. Can you let us know a little bit about it? And uh, do you still practice it? I practice from time to time. So, since I was a child, I uh, trained in uh, traditional Japanese martial arts called Goju. Mm-hmm. Um, I won a couple of national championships in New York before I was a pro wrestler. In full contact fighting. 
trained under a gentleman that learned in Japan. You know, so it's very traditional um, to the style. And but as you grow up, things happen. We moved around, and I was unable to keep up with you know uh, the training and whatnot. So I kind of put it to the side, and then I got into pro wrestling. So, but from time to time, I'm really good friends with Matt Riddle. Mm. Um, so when he does seminars, I might go with him and spar a little bit and train. So I still do it from time to time, even on my own. I'll train and work out out of my training facility, and and uh, I try to keep up with it just for myself and for uh, for basically the physical workout and everything. Now you talk about you've wrestled in Japan, of course. While you were there, did you get an opportunity to go to these dojos and train? I mean, on a personal level, I I trained Muay Thai, so I went to. Uh, uh, and a little bit of karate, so I went to Okinawa and had a little a little session there, which is pretty neat. Did you get an opportunity to do that while you were in Japan? I did not. Um, my time was limited there, so we had a schedule to keep. Um, but my next trip, I was going to make a point to travel to certain temples and, and dojos to see if I could uh, make some time to train. But no, unfortunately, I wasn't able to on this trip. How how much of that mixed martial art workout or, or or technique do you bring into your into your pro wrestling game? Well, anybody that watches me knows that I throw a lot of kicks, and and it's very I, my style is very influenced by my my martial arts background, um, because that was my you know first uh, taste of physical competition as far as you know hand to hand combat. It just was natural for me to incorporate it when I started training in pro wrestling, and it. It's just natural for, for me, from my stance to my demeanor uh, to my counters. It's just all that all comes from a combination of pro wrestling, but but mostly martial arts. You know, the pro wrestling taught me the holds, just you know, certain submissions and you know everything else that comes in, in a pro wrestling ring. But everything else that has to do with me. It's very very influenced by my martial arts background. Talk about Hispanics in pro wrestling. Of course, you know the list goes on of some of the greats that have been a part of pro wrestling. Uh, what do you think the current status is of Latinos in, in the world of pro wrestling, and, and how do you think we're doing? I think we're doing fine. Um, if you look, every major company has Latinos in, the, in their face um, at some, in some way or another. Um, some might not uh, portray that they're Hispanics, but they are, and, and they know it, and, and people who, who really know the ins and outs and, and backgrounds and everybody know it. So I think right now we're fine, I, but I still think that what we're missing is that, you know, I think Del Rio is a huge, right. you know, main star, or he still is, but yeah. he he was the last, you know, Latino that really became a face of a, of a major company, you know, and I think that uh, that's one of my goals right now is to be that next Latino um, to basically take that role of being the face of a major company, you know? Yeah, and, and as Hispanics, you know, we, we bring that flavor. So we, we, as a Latino pro wrestler, you bring that flavor too, being this poster child, say, of a company, uh, of a big promotional company like an ROH. You bring a different taste. Right. Right, right. And that's, I mean, and I know that, and and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of my heritage. I was raised in Puerto Rico. Spanish was my first language. Um, I didn't speak, read, or write English until I was about 10, 11. <laughs> and so to have that also, it's it's not just about, you know, necessarily me, me, me. It's also the culture, what I can do um, to bring up our people, so to speak. Talk about Puerto Rico. Some of the guy, one of the guys that just pops into my head right now, Savio Vega. 
If you got out there and see him, see him, see him in action, have you seen him in action out there in in Puerto Rico? I know he has a company down there, producing several shows and and actually helping develop a lot of young talent. Yeah, yeah, Sami's doing good stuff. I I had the pleasure to um, meet with him one time and sit down and talk and and just talk shop for a while with him, just about a bunch of different things. And yeah, he's he's as on patriot as anybody and. Uh, he loves his, his race and his, his heritage, and he tries to help anybody who's willing to learn or willing to want to, you know, make a, a, a an impact in this world. However, not just in pro wrestling, he's a really good dude. Growing up, any any famous, well known, or or any particular Hispanic wrestlers that that you really looked up to as a role model? When I was growing, up, yeah, when I was growing up, I mean. I lived in Puerto Rico, so we, you know, our wrestling was different out there. You know, so we had El Invader, you know, um, and of course Carlos Colon, yes. he was like everything in Puerto Rico. Um, and then as I was getting older, you know, with his son Carlito coming in, that was really cool. And then you even had other wrestlers portraying a Latino, you know, uh, character like Razor Ramon, mm-hmm. which I was a fan of because of that. I didn't even know he was a Latino until I got older. Who does all? <laughs> yeah, I, I could have sworn that he was uh, a Cuban, but <laughs> like I said, he fooled us all. Um, so those were the guys that I was really into when I was younger. Now, of course, being older and, and then looking back and just because you you're, you become a student of the game and you learn about Pedro Morales and, and you know, older guys and Tito Santana and, you know, the Mascaras, then you can start appreciating a whole lot more of the, the whole Hispanic and Latin culture. And they're, they're all over the place, man. In every country, in every uh, organization, as far as levels, you know, from top to bottom. Um, if you really look at wrestling history, from the beginning, there was always some type of Hispanic involved with some major company in, in a major way. Do you still go back at times on your spare time and, and look at those old school Carlos Colon matches or anything and grab something from it that, that you could probably use in your in your work? I do all the time. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to look up at old things that, you know, it's one of those things where what's old is now new, you know, because it's almost like forgotten things that people just don't do or, or styles that they don't work and, and whatnot. And I, yes, it's one of my favorite things to do is to look back, especially since I'm a coach now and I train pro wrestlers. You know, it's it's a way for me to t- say, hey, this worked before. There's no reason why this can't work work now. So, um, yes, I do all the time. And I I I used to get tapes. I remember from Puerto Rico because we didn't obviously get Puerto Rican wrestling here. So I'd have friends and family members mail me tapes of the wrestling. So I still have those tapes stocked away somewhere. But now, you know, with with the internet, you just go on YouTube. You can find it practically anything. Well, April 1st, ROH Supercard. You know, their fans are going to be rowdy. How how loud do you think that area, that, that venue is going to get? Yeah, it's kind of hard to gauge because we're expecting our largest crowd ever. So, basically, uh, I mean, the, the rowdiest I've ever heard was, was between New York City mm-hmm. and Manhattan Mayhem when the Hardys debuted. Yeah. And the, the 15th anniversary pay-per-view in Vegas. Those are the loudest uh, fans I've heard of to date. So I'm looking forward to see Orlando blow the roof off of those two places, you know, like just as, as far as a standout, you know, crowd. You know, so I'm very excited. And what's great is that it's not just going to be for that crowd. Um, 
app. Mm-hmm. Uh, you download that for free, and then you can order the pay-per-view on that or on their website. On the actual Ring of Honor website, you can watch it there for ringside members and whatnot. And you sign up, you order it. So it's really cool that it's not just for the live crowd, of which, as of two weeks ago, that was the plan. Um, and it was just going to be you know, released later on for uh, getting on demand and DVD. But now it's going to be available live. So now it's, you know, it's more exciting for us, the performers, because now we know we were already expecting a large crowd, rowdy. We're expecting, you know, to kill it and put on one of the best shows Ring of Honor has ever produced. But now it's like extra motivation knowing that, oh, wait, now we're broadcasted live to how many homes, you know. So it's exciting times right now. And you are going to be pretty much in your own backyard because Orlando's known for that strong uh, demographics of Puerto Ricans. Yeah, so, hey, any uh, any Hispanics in town want to come out and show some support, show some support, I'm more than welcome to accept it. Uh, so hopefully we do have a, a mix of fans, you know, from all over. Because I'm pretty sure it's not just Orlando. I mean, it's mm-hmm. WrestleMania week. Right. So we know that there's going to be fans there from all over the world. So, and, and that's going to help um, get our products to, to new viewers. Because people here Ring of Honor, they hear the names, the Hardys, you know, uh, Adam Cole, the Bullet Club. They hear all these guys on the show, you know, Christopher Daniels and Kazarian. So they know that this is something special. So even if they don't follow the product because it's not available in the area, or maybe they just never went ahead and watched it because they weren't sure what it's about, it's hard to get into new things. They might be willing to go because they're already here because of the whole week's of festivities, of wrestling festivities. So it's a good way to bring in new people. So like I said, us as performers, we're not looking to uh, just have a night of wrestling. We're looking to stand out and put on the best show of that week period and I look forward to checking you and and Kaz going at it duking it out one on one at the Ring of Honor Supercard April 1st do not miss it of course you can watch it on the Fight app or you can be right there in Orlando Tina thanks so much for joining us and anything else you'd like to add no that's about it Uh, to all my uh, Latino fans follow me on Twitter ROH Punishment and uh, you know see if uh, get with me when I'm coming to your area but I appreciate you having me on. And uh, like I said, I look forward to this week's show. Um, very excited. This is my biggest show and biggest opportunity um, in my career. So I'm very thankful and grateful. And anybody that's going to be watching, look forward to me uh, surprising a few uh, a few people, you know. Awesome. Bueno, muchas gracias and, uh, and good luck, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Again, everyone, for joining us on The Roman Show. As you know, there are plenty of shows out there during WrestleMania weekend in Orlando. But you have to check this one out at 11.59 p.m. April 1st. So it's pretty much on WrestleMania Eve. Beyond Wrestling will be taking place at 6405 South U.S. Highway 1792 in Orlando, Florida. Now, on the line, we have Drew of Beyond Wrestling. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me. Well, let's talk about this event, Caffeine. 
Uh, wonderful name, by the way, because you got to stay up all, all you know all night pretty much for the next day <laughs> for WrestleMania and all the activities they got going. Because even prior to sun that Sunday, there are other events going on. But this great card you put up together. Tell me a little bit about it and what can people expect from it. You have some great names. You got uh, Ar Fox versus John Silver. Uh, Team Tremendous. So many great talent out there that people could check out. Maybe perhaps for the first time. Sure. So uh, my goal was to try and present an authentic Beyond Wrestling live event. One of the things that differentiates Beyond Wrestling than a lot of the other organizations in the United States is that we allow our fans uh, to stand during the events and actually go ringside um, to pound on the mat, to support the wrestlers. Uh, it's a very intimate setting. Uh, you know, so traditionally an independent wrestling event, there's chairs that are set up uh, for the fans to sit in, and then there's a guardrail that separates the fans from the wrestlers. That's been completely eliminated for our live events, um, and it's awesome that WWN officials and obviously the venue um, are supportive of what we do to allow us to, you know, present an authentic Beyond Wrestling live event and experience. And along with that uh, goes, you know, sort of our booking philosophy, where we take wrestlers that maybe haven't broken out on a national level somebody like John Silver, and we put them against competitors that have, um, that have, you know, been at the top of the scene for a number of years. So, for instance, you know, John Silver versus A.R. Fox, that's going to be a huge opportunity for John Silver to demonstrate in front of what's going to be a new audience, because Beyond Wrestling's never been in Orlando, um, and obviously we're going to be doing the iPay-Per-View on Flow Slam, so, you know, potentially a worldwide audience uh, who may not be as familiar with John Silver as they are with A.R. Fox, to see what a competitor like John Silver brings to the table, and, uh, you know, he could become an overnight sensation, literally, as we're running the show overnight. Looking at the bill of the card, what are some of the names? You mentioned John Silver. What are some of the other guys that people should keep an eye out that perhaps, again, they might see for the very first time, and they say, who is this guy? I've never heard of him. Or who is this girl? I've never heard of her. Sure. Well, I mean, Donovan Dijak is somebody uh, that's been a staple competitor in Beyond Wrestling. Um, you know, he is synonymous with Beyond Wrestling, and I think a lot of his best work has taken place in a Beyond Wrestling ring. He was actually undefeated for over a year uh, until he stepped foot in the ring with Matthew Riddle, the finals of our tournament for today, which was back in November in Providence, Rhode Island. And that was Donovan Dijak's first ever loss. So he's looking to avenge that loss against Matthew Riddle, which I think if you're a wrestling fan, uh, you probably know exactly who Matthew Riddle is, even if you only follow mainstream wrestling, because he has that crossover appeal, obviously, with his uh, UFC background. Obviously, you know, some have said that he has adapted to wrestling um, as fast as competitors like Kurt Angle or Owen Hart. Um, so that is a big-time main event match for us. Uh, somebody like Keith Lee, who is also starting to get national notoriety, just signing a, a contract with Evolve Wrestling in January, uh, was a virtual unknown up until May of last year. He actually uh, flew himself out to uh, Double Shot Weekend in New England. Uh, he wrestled Saturday for a promotion called Limitless Wrestling in Maine, and then on Sunday he wrestled Donovan Dijak at a Beyond Wrestling Live event in Providence. And it was... Um, the fans gravitated him in such a way that the very next day we said, okay, even though you're coming from Texas, we need to make sure that we have a flight for you. Every single show, you have to become a full-time member of our roster. And he has had unbelievable matches against competitors from Brian Cage to Zack Sabre Jr. to A.R. Fox um, to even competitors like Kimberly, who are now signed with uh, WWNXT. And so it was his first match that he had against Limitless Wrestling on the East Coast. 
against Jeff Cobb, and now we're going to present that rematch on an even bigger platform. So, of course, uh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. So you mentioned about this intimate setting. Uh, is there going to be an opportunity afterwards for fans to possibly take a picture uh, with these guys that are going to be performing? Oh, yeah, I'm sure before, during, and after. Uh, we're, we definitely encourage, like, um, an environment that promotes creativity as well as competition. So I try and encourage our wrestlers to stand ringside with the fans throughout the event. So that, with that way they can support the other wrestlers. They can scout, you know, people that they may be in the ring with down the line. Um, you know, they can get feedback from the fans, etc. I mean, I think that the guardrail of professional wrestling is very uh, symbolic. Obviously, you know, it's there to try and keep the fans safe. But I think that when you tear down the guardrail, um, you know what I mean? It's not like you have one, you know, you don't have certain sets of people on one side and certain sets of people on the other. I think with the independent wrestling community, whether you're a wrestler or a fan, um, there's a similar level of dedication. And, you know, we definitely try and encourage interactivity um, throughout our live events. So uh, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, there's like over 60 events, WrestleMania weekend in Orlando. There's, there's nothing else like a Beyond Wrestling live event. So you can literally be, uh, you know, take a selfie while another match is going on with a performer that just got off fresh off the mat, of, of the ring. I'm sorry? That you could literally take a selfie after one of the performers just got out of the ring because they'll probably sit right next to you and talk about his match with the fans. Yep, they'll have, they'll have red marks all over their chest. <laughs> they'll probably be sweating, maybe even bleeding. <laughs> that is pretty cool. I mean, that that's definitely one of a kind, I'll tell you that much. So... The caffeine? Are they gonna anything in the, the, that's gonna be around? You're gonna have any Red Bulls or caffeine to stay up because it's it's a it's a long nighter pretty much. What is gonna be well, around yeah, up in Rhode Island? Day? Up in Rhode Island, I actually operate a food truck, and I was really trying to hope that we could get like a coffee drink mm-hmm. food truck to uh, to be on site for the live event. But unfortunately, we weren't able to work it out. But I do believe that the venue is gonna be providing all uh, all sorts of adult beverages as well as other beverages that might help you stay awake. So you know. We always encourage uh, to support the venue just as much as supporting the wrestlers and supporting the event itself, um, because obviously without their cooperation, it wouldn't be possible. So, you know, bring a little bit of extra money, go to the bar, get a Red Bull, maybe get a Red Bull and vodka. I mean, that's a, that's pretty much up to your preference at that point. <laughs> Drew, tell me a little history or background for those who are not aware of Beyond Wrestling. Sure. Well, Beyond Wrestling actually started in Ohio in uh, the spring of 2009, and the original concept was wrestling for wrestlers. So it wasn't even for two years until we had live events. Um, Our tapings were close to the public, and it was almost a situation kind of like Fight Club, where you would wrestle the match, and instead of being surrounded by fans, you would be surrounded by the other wrestlers. So this really, uh, again, fostered an environment. Uh, for creativity and for competition. And what we saw is that wrestlers were kind of like competing to the best of their ability because, you know, fans out there, especially if they support independent wrestling, they watch a lot of wrestling. But wrestlers know the tricks of the trade. So if you're going to put on a match that's going to impress other wrestlers, it's certainly going to impress other fans. Um, So we actually started distributing these matches on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash beyondwrestling, which is the most subscribed to and most watched YouTube channel and all of independent wrestling. Um, and eventually there was enough of a following that there was the demand to start running live events. And we started bouncing around a few different locations until uh, July 2013. We finally settled into a groove. We were able to run our first live event in Providence, Rhode Island, uh, which was uh, headlined by a no-disqualification match between Kevin Steen and Masada. Uh, we also had Johnny Gargano and Eddie Edwards on the card. And since then, it's pretty much been off to the races, running, uh, you know, on average one event a month. Sometimes we do double shots. Um, and 
we've been able to continue to run events in Providence, Rhode Island. We've also expanded into Boston, Massachusetts, and Worcester, Massachusetts. And at the end of April, we're going to be heading to Enfield, Connecticut, which is uh, kind of between Hartford, Connecticut, and Springfield, Massachusetts. So, you know, it's my goal with Beyond Wrestling to become synonymous with independent wrestling in New England. I, when, I, when people think independent wrestling, you know, because people think, okay, independent wrestling in California, they think pro wrestling gorilla, or independent wrestling in Chicago, they think AEW. So I want to make sure that our fans know that if you want to see the absolute very best independent wrestling in New England, you have to come to a Beyond Wrestling live event. You mentioned uh, New England wrestling. I, I remember a long, long time ago there used to be a promotion way back, the New England pro wrestling promotion. I think that's what it's called. Uh, long time ago, but great, great guys that eventually uh, became legends served part of that promotion. So I think you're definitely trying to stabilize uh, that for yourself and paving the way for future legends uh, with Beyond Wrestling over there in the New England area. Absolutely. We have, a, we have a great working relationship with Brian Fury, who runs the New England Pro Wrestling Academy in North Andover, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and that is the spiritual successor of Killer Kowalski's Chaotic yeah. Wrestling School. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of the wrestlers, again, Beyond Wrestling is all about taking guys that may be underexposed or underutilized, that haven't had the chance to break out on a national level, and putting them against very popular, very skilled wrestlers. And so a lot of the wrestlers, you know, that were kind of shooting up the card come from New England. So it's, it's a lot of homegrown talent, and, you know, we're lucky to bring some of these wrestlers to Florida uh, for our caffeine live event. Well... Bring your swimsuits and your trunks and your tank tops because it's going to be hot in here, and I hope you guys enjoy. And uh, obviously, you guys are going to deliver a great show. Beyond Wrestling, April 1st at 11.59 p.m. in Orlando, Florida. You could, If you're unable to make it, I don't know why you shouldn't, you can watch it on fullslam.tv. Anything else you'd like to add, Drew? I just want to thank everybody for the support. It's going to be one of the biggest Beyond Wrestling live events in history. Uh, and you know, as far as I'm concerned, we're going to be setting the tone for WrestleMania. They're going to have to keep up with us. Pretty much. I mean, you're 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 pretty much the opening uh opening for the for the next day. So, WrestleMania has a lot of uh, all those guys on that card have a lot to look forward to. Definitely. <laughs> Thanks so much you for your time, and we look forward to the hey. uh, the great card of Beyond Wrestling April first at eleven fifty nine p.m. Bring your Starbucks, your Red Bulls, your Monsters, all that stuff to stay up, and then of course the big day is the following uh, on Sunday, April second. Monster Energy Fort Rock returns to JetBlue Park April 29th and 30th with Jeff Leppard and Soundgarden. Also featuring a perfect circle, Mastodon, Chevelle, Papa Roach, Caesar, Three Days Grace, Alter Bridge, The Pretty Reckless, Highly Suspect, In This Moment, Nothing More, and The Return of the Offspring. Monster Energy Fort Rock, South Florida's biggest rock experience. Over 25 bands, two days of nonstop rock and roll. Tickets are on sale now. Go to FortRockFestival.com for GA and VIP tickets, hotel options, and more. Fort Rock, fueled by Monster Energy Drink. All right, there you heard it. Punishment Martinez being part of the Ring of Honor Supercard. Do not miss that, along with other great uh, matchups. You got the, it's at the Lakeland Center. Uh, it's a little distant from um, Orlando itself, the city, 
as this is in Lakeland, Florida, but it's located at 701 West Lime Street. It's about 40 minutes. I know that Ring of Honor has some shuttles set up in case you are staying in the city of Orlando. They'll take you down to Lakeland and bring you right back up to uh, Orlando, home of WrestleMania. One last thing before we talk about uh, mixed martial arts. Undertaker. Of course, this is a man, the longest employee, the longest reigning employee of the WWE, I would say. Because he's been pretty much almost at every single WrestleMania. And now, it could possibly be his last WrestleMania. His career might end in Orlando. Ironically enough, it was the last time that the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, had his last match in the WWE in that same venue. What, almost a little more than 10 years ago? About 10 years ago? Yeah, give or take. But also, think about it this way. You know, no matter if his career ends this year or next year, it still has significant a significant location because, like you were saying, this year is where Ric Flair's career ended. Next year is in the same arena where his streak ended. So either way, whether it be this year, next year, it's going to be a whole new ball game when it comes to like when he's going to hang up the boots. Now, what do you think we're going to get from this match? Because as you know, there's been rumors. There's nothing really been 100% certified here. But Undertaker has been having some issues physically. How long do you think this match will go? Will we see a hard-hating match from Undertaker? Or are we going to see a very quick one between him and Roman Reigns? Or now obviously Roman Reigns pushing the court, of course. Him pushing the match itself. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see a very long match like a typical Roman Reigns match that's lasted 20 minutes. I really don't think you're going to see something like that. You might see something maybe about 10 minutes, maximum 15, but don't expect like a usual 20, 30-minute match. Definitely not. There you go, guys. So there it is, WrestleMania Sunday, and you and myself are going live on Facebook Live from the World Camping Grounds in Orlando. Forget your WrestleMania pre-show. Check us out. We're going. God knows, I don't know what time we're going, but we're going pretty much early on before WrestleMania itself begins to uh, well bring you in. You know, we're going to take you there if you're unable to make it to Orlando. We're going to be from uh, the parking lot, man, talking to the people, socializing, getting their predictions, uh, making some jokes, having some adult beverages. You're, are you really going to do this again, like two, a couple of years ago? You know, it was a hit on YouTube, especially on our channel, slash, forward slash, all Romano 201, uh, where we had a bunch of drunks gather around you and called you a virgin. But I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do on uh, on Sunday. Anything can happen. It's WrestleMania. WrestleMania weekend. Anything can happen that day. Ladies, for you listening, I am not a virgin. Just for the record. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Check us out on uh, Facebook, uh, both on Wrestle City Radio's Facebook fan page and uh, the Roman show as well. And we'd love to interact with you if you're unable to make it. Um, the Roman show will also have a... Uh, we're going live, George. On Thursday, we're going to be doing a live stream to get your opinion on WrestleMania. We want to hear you. We're going to hear you. This Thursday at 9 p.m., we're heading on Facebook Live. We're going to talk to the people. We're going to have a conversation to find out your predictions, what you expect so make sure you are on our fan page, Roman Show Media, and in our Instagram. That's Roman Show Media as well. So make sure you check us out 
we're going in this week. It's WrestleMania, baby. Next up, MMA Showdown. All right, George, of course, we've talked all WrestleMania on this episode. We've had several guests. But the world of mixed martial arts a little silent this week. But I'd like to promote March 30th, Combate Americas returns uh, with action. They are going to be uh, well, from Tijuana, Mexico. And they're going to be streaming on the UFC Fight Pass and on Azteca TV. Or Azteca Americas TV. Also, Rampage Jackson will take on King Mo Part 2, March 31st. Live on Spike TV. And I think that we have to discuss this. Alex Nicholson, he is a UFC fighter. Actually trains here in Florida. The king of Instagram, Dan Bilzerian. This is a guy that goes on Instagram all the time and posts pictures of himself half naked with hot looking women. Can't hate on that guy. He has all this money and that's pretty much what he does. And he plays poker and all this crap. Anyways, you know, I, I, I'm about almost to the end of... of, of of my head here because this is a guy who wants to compete professionally in mixed martial arts. Now the guy's in shape. I mean, you look at him, he looks in shape, but only because he's in shape does not mean that you can fight or it doesn't mean that you're in fighting condition. So Alex Nicholson said, Hey, I'll put money down, then come on over, I'll fight you. But George, when is this going to stop? When is it going to? I know it's for the money, I know it's for the pay per view buys and all that stuff. But man, let's just stop it. I don't recall any 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 time recently here having celebrity guys calling out professional boxers, you know, to fight. Yes, we've seen celebrity boxing, you know, two bums going at it. That's fine. I'll get I'll get pay per view buys. But you don't get bums. You don't see guys like I don't know Will Smith. Hey, I, I want to go ahead and take on Floyd Mayweather mm-hmm. just the heck of it. Why is it that these people? want to do this in mixed martial arts. I just don't get it. Mayweather McGregor, see, it's a different story because McGregor, you know, he's a mixed martial artist and he does have some training in boxing. He's a professional fighter. But you get guys like Dan Bazarian, CM Punk, another guy who was a professional wrestling who had a little background of Mm jiu-jitsu who think they can make it in mixed martial arts. These guys have been training for years, George. Maybe since they were freaking five years old. They were, were training in karate. And, and then they evolved into Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu, and so forth. But this, is, this has been years of training. This is not, I decided to train one year. I've been training for three years. Now I'm going to head to the Ectagon just to make some easy money. It doesn't work that way, George. Yeah, of course it doesn't work that way. That's just not how business is ran. (laughs) That's business 101. But, you know, you're talking about this whole thing of calling out boxers and look at the whole issue that's happening with Conor McGregor right now and and Floyd Mayweather. Because when it comes to money, that could draw money. You know, no doubt about it. Like, Floyd and Conor can draw money. But when you have a situation where, hey, let's put a guy that's never been on a pay-per-view or what have you calling out a boxer or a boxer calling out him, that's not money for business. You know, it, it's it, it's not a win. And and then you got – but let me also touch base on this situation of this guy taking these half-naked pictures. Remember, Roman, we're in a, in a state of business where controversy sells. And – that's what every business has been doing. Also, sex sells, my friend. So, controversy was Con- Conor McGregor. Sex sells, I guess, is this guy. So, it, it, 
money's money. That's fine. I get it. It's a cheap, cheap pop, if you want to say. It's cheap money. But have some respect for the mixed martial artists. And for the mixed martial artists themselves. Listen, I understand they want to make some money. But don't take the respect away from the sport. The people, fighters, women and men, you know, bust their tail till one day make it to an octagon. And guys like CM Punk, just because of their name, it takes them one year. While the other fighters, takes them years to get one chance. I can think of one guy right now that has been in mixed martial arts forever. Does he deserve to be at least one shot that you see? Yes. But he's never been there. He's been in other promotions, but he hasn't been in the UFC. Okay, okay but here's the, where you're going at. It, it's not really disrespectful if you're bringing in more buy rates to give the other fighters more money. It's like what AJ Styles said. Sorry to bring up wrestling in this. But it's like what AJ, said, AJ Styles said about these legends main eventing WrestleMania. Why am I going to complain when they are going to be you know, drawing people to buy tickets? If people buy tickets, that means more money for me. So that's not disrespectful. That is trying to fill up the house for that way if the house is filled, it's an extra paycheck for every other fighter on that entire card. You have to sell no matter how. So I, I have to say, whether it's be controversy or sex, if it sells, then everyone gets paid. There's no problem in that. I guess so, George, but I don't know. It just it makes a mockery out of the sport. Well, that's pretty much what we have on this episode of the Roman Show live stream Facebook. This Thursday, we'll put out the announcement at what time we'll be going on live. We'd like to hear your opinions. You can interact with us on Thursday night. Do not miss it. We're talking WrestleMania. We're going to give you a little prediction. We're going to give you a preview of what's expected. And we will be back next week on the Roman Show, of course. We'll back at it. It doesn't matter. The action doesn't stop here. And don't forget the live stream on Sunday, live from WrestleMania at the World Camping Ground in Orlando. We're going to be also covering other several events. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com, forward slash the website, theromanshow.com. We will catch you next week on The Roman Show. But, of course, throughout this week, we will be live on our social media accounts, Facebook fan page Roman Show Media Twitter The Roman Show and Instagram Roman Show Media and of course our YouTube forward slash our Roman 201 subscribe to our social media account and keep up to date with everything that we do we'll catch you right here on The Roman Show if you haven't been on you haven't been heard Good night.